Let's all listen to Bacon Sale. Let's all listen to Bacon Sale. Let's all listen to Bacon Sale and get ourselves some snark. Ah, ah. instead of snack. Yeah. Get ourselves that, some snacks. That's what we do. We, pro- they, we provide snark. Do they still play that <laughs> uh, uh, movies? I don't think so. Huh. I've gone to a couple, uh, you know, theater performances, mm-hmm. like live plays, and they do that as a joke. Literally two. Everything else is movies. <laughs> <laughs> right. But I kind of miss it. I miss the subliminal messages. I, I kind of like that. Right? Welcome to Vegas, everyone. I'm Joel. I'm Kent. And Jacob. And hey first guys. of all, man, we would love to thank you for the amazing amount of feedback we got on the romantic comedy Oh, show. absolutely. So much. <laughs> so many fun comments. It's been a great discussion, and we, and we love when the listener comments like that. That sound, sounds so honest and, and sincere. It is, because <laughs> they're good people. And thank you for listening. We really do appreciate it. We'd lo- we'd Are like- you going to say bless them after this? Bless you. Bless all of you. Bless their heart. Bless their heart. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So what are we talking about today, Jacob? We're going to talk about the Academy Awards or are we talking about the Oscars? Is there a difference, Kent? I don't uh, even know. It's the same thing. I think they're the same. I actually did some history on this. Let me pull up uh, the World Wide Web. Because I'm honestly, really I'm, I always call them like the Oscars. And I'm like, wait, they is they it call the Academy the Awards? It's because the award is called an Oscar. An Oscar award. But and they're you, given by the Academy. So you may be wondering why, they're, why it's called an Oscar. Yes, the internet because it's a grouchy award, right? And it's usually found in the garbage a year later. <laughs> uh, no one really knows why it's called the Oscar. <laughs> what? Right. I, I'm on Wikipedia right now, and Wikipedia is the source of all knowledge and information. It is, and it says it's actually the naming of the Oscar is disputed. Everyone thinks that uh, Betty Davis, who is president of the Academy, you remember Betty Davis eyes? Oh yeah, right. Oh, I know Betty Davis. Right. Yeah. I, so, watch, I watched movies before 1980. <laughs> not <Yeah>. me. <laughs> <laughs> so everyone thinks that she named the Oscar after her first husband. Hmm. But then at the same time, what a weirdo! References came up before that. Walt Disney said, "Thanks for my Oscar one year before it was ever coined." Hmm. He got the Academy Award, and then they kind of just coined it. Everyone's like, no, it's about my Uncle Oscar or this Oscar. So it is actually just the Academy Awards, and the Oscar thing is just a nickname. Yes, Yes. the Academy is a group of people that give awards for excellence in film. And then that's the award is actually called an Oscar. By the way, uh, if I may give a little quiz here in the room, uh, raise your hand if you've actually held an Oscar, an actual Oscar in your hands. I've actually held an Oscar, guys, in my hands, an actual Oscar, and it was awesome. Why and whose? It was, uh, I worked at the BYU library for some time and they have a couple of awards, a couple of, uh, Academy Awards there for various things that people have won and donated to the library. The one I got, I don't remember exactly what it was for. It was like for cinematography in a Western back in the day, but it's owned by BYU and I got to hold it and heft it. And those things really are pretty heavy. Really? Yeah. Okay. It was pretty nice. Did you? I held it and I did the little speech and everything as I was holding it. I was an idiot. Did you see the swag bags? Oh, they're insane. So insane. Yeah. So quarter of a million dollars worth of crap. What? For everyone? It was, like, was every one. It was yeah, it was an insane amount because if even if you don't get an award and you go to the Academy Awards as a guest, as an invited guest, you'll get a swag bag, which is a bag full of all these different goodies. And it includes like a trip to Japan and a trip to yeah. Indonesia. Walking tour through Japan and, and then it, like was it a was vampire <laughs> wait what? A vampire <laughs> yeah, that's right. Vampire breast lift. Yep. Yeah, it, uh, it's what? a sort of surgery that increases blood flow in the boobs and makes them. Thank you, Jacob. A little bit. I was going to keep it medical, but you can go slim. <laughs> I don't know. No, they they take your blood <laughs> and they true. inject it back into. They do it on faces and stuff like that too. They they take out your blood and then inject it back in your your skin into it, my boobs. Well, <laughs> not your face yeah. or we're gonna your we're chest. gonna push up that B cup of yours. Kit. <laughs> 
Oh God! Thank you. <laughs> so, already, already, <laughs> ready to go. I try to keep it Oscar related. And <laughs> Jacob takes it the potty you, you route. It, no, no. You why it did you, you bring, bring this up? Because I, I, I don't understand no, this at all. I wasn't going to say it. The whole swag bag thing is ridiculous. Not saying I wouldn't want one. A swag bag, not a vampire. Not the vampire, not the vampire breast breast lift. or whatever they called it. But yeah, <laughs> it's it's crazy, and it just shows. I am it just so shows, thrown off right now. I, well, I know some people. As soon as we say we're going to talk about the Oscars, they're going to roll their eyes and be like, "Ugh, the Oscars! I don't care about them." Because truthfully, they are very out of touch with what the general public wants. It's true. If you look at yep. like the highest grossing movies of the year versus the Academy Awards, it's very different genres and very different movies. And I think it's just because you got you know on the one side you got the film critics, and on the other side you got the general public. And they're always at odds with each other. A little bit. Mostly. Largely. I mean, I usually agree with everyone, so I don't know what the problem yeah. is here. All right. Yeah, I'm sure you do. <laughs> so we're going to go through. Yeah, let's kick this off. Jacob's going to give us a category of nominees, and then Kent and I are going to give our predictions. And Kent, how about we make this a little interesting? Okay. Let's make this, uh, we have them written down, so we have our predictions, and whoever gets the most correct has to buy the other person's street tacos. I'm in, even though I know I will lose this bet. You think you, but Kent, you're the film critic. Yeah, you're the film critic, and you've seen more than Joel. That makes That's sense. True. In fact, I've seen most of them. But for the past three years, you and I have done this. We'll just, you know, we'll hand sheets to the office, mm-hmm. and we'll always fill them out. And I always do. I get maybe half. That's because you bet with your heart, not with <laughs> no, not like with your you, mind. You are not wrong. I bet with <laughs> this my. Sounds heart. like a romantic comedy tagline. <laughs> bet with your heart, not your mind. We're done with that show. Oh, that's right. Yes. No, no, but I. I always do poorly because I want – I have horses in the race. Yeah, he's going to say Mad things, Max wins. We're I like, want things to win, funny. like Mad Max, for example. <laughs> I agree. I think the Oscars are totally not relevant, mm-hmm. but I love the hype surrounding them for some reason. I don't know why. It's it's a film nerd Super Bowl. Right. That's what it yeah, comes It's so right. fun. And I'm, I'm going it to may play, be just as boring. It could be. Because <laughs> that was really boring. It was a very boring game. And I'm going to play the part of the uh, – I'm going to call this a fantasy football mentality. When I joined the fantasy football teams or even March Madness – I just guess and go with my gut, and sometimes like I like that person's name today, or that person has a good mascot, and so I'll. I'll and you're the guy them. that wins. You're basically the button masher of the Academy Awards. Well, and so I have I have some horses in the race okay. that I want to win, but I'm going to try to just go with my gut instinct, and whoever wins, street tacos deal so, uh, deal. Shake. So are you going to say nice. who should win, or basically because you haven't seen most of them? You're just going to say who I, you think will win. I went with who I think Because I have favorites, and so I might mention those here and there, but I'll pick who will win. Well, my favorites yeah, are limited yeah. to the ones I've seen, which aren't very many. Yeah, talk right. about both, for sure. But even okay. if you don't really care about the Academy Awards, uh, we're going to give little brief synopses about the movies and things like that, and hopefully we'll keep it entertaining enough to keep your attention, Steve. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my gosh. And, well, should, we, should we up this? Should we have, if anyone gets a perfect bracket, maybe, uh, I don't know if we can trust people. Maybe not. Because if we, we can put a bracket out there for everyone to do themselves and they get a perfect bracket, then Jake buys them lunch. Oh. Yeah, but how, how, That's a great how am I possibly going to verify that they've done it? They go on a date with Jake. Win a date with Jake Hamilton. <laughs> <laughs> We're over that show, aren't we? Okay, so for the 88th Academy Awards, Ba-ba-ba. we're going to start with Best Supporting Actor. The nominees are Christian Bale in, in The Big Short, okay. Tom Hardy in The Revenant, Mark Ruffalo in Spotlight, Mark Rylance in Bridge of Spies, and Sylvester Stallone in Creed. The winner here, I, I don't think we need to drum roll every time, no. is going to be Sylvester Stallone in you Creed. Think? Yeah. I don't think they're going to give it to him again. You, again? Because he got, he got to the Academy Award back for Rocky back right. in the day. Right. And Which was how long ago? But it's a commercially successful movie, and it's much more mainstream than they like. 
So while I would want I want okay. Sylvester Stallone to win out of these, I don't think that's how it's going to go. I, I think it will be the underdog story in real life as, as it was in the movie. I think he'll be the old man who can come back from struggling. And I think... Yeah, 30 years ago, I won this award, and then I won it again. I'm drunk. <laughs> oh. That was a drunk Sylvester. I realized that way through the impression. You know he doesn't slurry. need to be drunk uh. to speak that way, because that's just Sylvester Stallone. Yeah. So, Joel, who, who's going to win? Uh, I actually picked Mark Ruffalo in Spotlight. And he's uh, fantastic in the role. And I, I haven't seen it, but it feels like Spotlight is one of the... It's a controversial movie. It's about journalists discovering uh, molestation cases in, mm-hmm. the, in the Catholic Church. Yes. And then publishing it and stuff like that. And it's a very journalist power kind of movie. And the Academy has a history of awarding journalist movies and like power to the people, freedom of the press, the truth must get, must get out. And yes. Stuff like that. And it's a great performance by Ruffalo. So I wouldn't be surprised by that either. I just think Stallone will have the heart of the entire night. And truth, I would want Sylvester Stallone to win. That's my want. But yeah. I think Mark Ruffalo. But I do think the best performance was Christian Bell in the big short. You'll have to see it, but it is the best one. He won't win though. Does he talk like this the whole time? Because he does in every movie. Who's Where's the mortgage? <laughs> is, he, is he Tom Hardy all of a sudden? <laughs> yes. yes. One of the most versatile actors we have, Christian Bell. Indeed. Doesn't he always have the Batman voice? Yeah, I think he does. Wow. I think he's going to get stuck in it, kind of like Johnny Depp got stuck he's in He's not Jack stuck Sparrow at all. Forever. The guy is like the most diverse guy out there. This is another conversation Some, for another time. Something's yeah. wrong with Christian Bell. Ever since he lost all that weight for the machinist, he just hasn't looked oh right. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> all right, moving on. All right. I'd also like to do a call out, even though I'm not voting or betting or anything, to. but Mark Rylance in Bridge of Spies, I really was impressed by his performance. Do you remember? He was, Who was he in the movie? He, he was the Russian spy. Oh, the guy didn't Did really he, say he's anything? He's the one who made the bridge? Yeah, he said very little. Oh, my gosh. You didn't like him? I liked him in that. He's fine. Yeah. I he was won't like, win. Well, he was super unassuming. It was like, oh, here's the big Russian spy, and there was all this hype around it, and he was just really, really no, calm to, and to likable. To me, it was like he's an old man, and they're just like, sit still in well, that chair. Okay, so oh, the no, thing that bugs no, me about... I liked him. The thing, and we're already getting off on a tangent, but the thing that bugs me about Academy Awards is, first of all, they tend to award dramas and not comedies. But secondly, you have to yell, cry, or scream in your role in order to get a nomination. Did Mark Rylance do any of that? Did he scream, cry, or yell? No. He's not going to get it. Yeah. Sylvester Stallone did. Did he? Oh, man. He cried, and it broke my heart. He may have been yelling. I don't know. He I don't just remember been yelling. belligerent. This yeah. is me yelling. <laughs> All right. Next award for Best Supporting Actress. The nominees are Jennifer Jason Lee in The Hateful Eight, Rooney Mara in Carol, Rachel McAdams in Spotlight, Alicia Vikander in The Danish Girl, and Kate Winslet in Steve Jobs. This one was more of a want, I'll admit it, but I'm going to give it to Alicia Vikander. Vikander? How do you say her name? It's Alicia ba- Alicia Sell. Alicia? She's good enough to be she, named after Bacon Sell. Really? She, no, yeah. I, I wouldn't go that far. But she was in uh, Ex Machina, which I really liked, and she was in... Uh, Man, Man from Uncle. Man from Uncle, it's something which I really liked. Yes. She's this up-and-coming actress, and also she's very entertaining in interviews I've watched her in, and so I want her to get the award just because she's a new actress. I think she's doing a great job, and she was in a bunch of good movies. This is kind of a collective Academy Award for her for Best Supporting Actress. No, I, I didn't see The Danish Girl, but I, want, I. I think she should win. <laughs> That's how I, I feel. That's what you, you both said. said. That too? Yeah. Oh, dear. <laughs> I think should win and will win. We definitely Probably got a crush so. coming on here. I, I think Jennifer Jason Lee's the long shot here in The Hateful Eight. Tarantino and the Oscars uh, don't really gel well right. together. And Kate Winslet gets nominated. It's like, oh, it's like, you know, Kate Blanchett. There if, she's she is not, again. if she's not wearing a bonnet, she's not going to win. Best visual effects. Boring. Yeah, another boring category. No, this is the start of the boring categories, probably. I I think these are interesting, actually, but I guess 
you well, guys think they're boring? All right, best. Vi- oh, go ahead, Joel. No, I was going to say it's it's more like these these other ones: best visual effects, best editing, best sound mixing, blah blah blah. People don't really care about that. It's not one of the big five. The big five being best picture, best director, best actor, best actress, best screenplay. Those right. are the ones that people really care about. Yeah. But these ones, they're lesser ones, and everyone knows that. But they're yeah. still televised. So it's not like the other ones that even don't even get televised. Like, yes, uh, the arts and sciences. Yeah, and all the yeah. other ones. I mean, so we'll go quicker through these. But yeah. nominees: Ex Machina, Mad Max, The Martian, Mad Max Fury Road. Please clarify. <laughs> yeah, not yeah. the yeah. film, from, <laughs> not, not the Mel Gibson nineteen eighty one and yeah, seventy nine, whatever it is. Uh, okay, yeah, Mad Max Fury Road. <laughs> Joel, go. thank you. Yeah, uh, <laughs> The Martian, The Revenant, Star Wars, The Force Awakens. Okay, so Star Wars. Got nominated for things, I think, just because it's a Star Wars movie. Because got it was nominated the highest for a lot grossing of movie of 2015. That's true. $2 billion. Yeah, it's still... Star pretty, Wars had five nominations. They're not going to give that Pretty awards. far from uh, Titanic or Avatar. But anyways, um, I think it's going to Mad Max Fury Road. I think what it, it should and will go to Mad Time Max out. Fury Road. Are you Road. saying you like Titanic and Avatar better I'm just, Star Wars I'm and just, Force Awakens? I'm really happy. Answer the question. I'm really That's happy a that a copied movie didn't, didn't get number one. Answer the question. I'm not going to answer the question. Do you like James Cameron's Avatar and James Cameron's Titanic better than J.J. Abrams' Star Wars The Force Awakens? I think I like Titanic more than I like The Force Awakens. What? Yeah. (laughs) It's it's just because we had the romantic comedy last week. Right. And the quote, my quote, my ending quote, that's what it was. What was it? It It was was Titanic. Titanic. It was him slipping, you know. Oh, no. Slipping what? Slipping a If you will, (laughs) do me the favor. (laughs) That's what he said. I Joel will win. Yeah, Joel. <laughs> uh, I'm going to give this one uh, best visual effects. I'm giving it to Mad Max colon Fury Road. Yeah. Because this movie. He loves Mad Max's colon. This- <laughs> <laughs> Stop it. That's his joke, actually. <laughs> this movie was just visually fantastic. Like, regardless of whether you couldn't follow the story or not, you were engaged with what was going on on the screen. And it was visually amazing more amazing than most film any other film on this list and i would say almost any other film for the past 10 years or so i could see ex machina winning that though just because it was simple yeah much Mm. more subtle right all right best film editing is the next category and the nominees are do you want to go whatever film editing is well all right let's do it yeah the big short mad max colon fury road the revenant spotlight star wars the force awakens and film editing is basically piecing a film together. Right. Like taking all the different parts and mixing it together. It's really, I mean, one of the most crucial parts, honestly. It is. I mean, yeah. Oh, yeah. The editing of a film can, can make or break it if it's, Easily. you know, if the yeah. pacing's off and stuff like that. But can you go first on this one? Yeah, I'll go first. Uh, I think the big short will win. What? Yes. I think they go less for uh, in film editing, less you- from the special effects movies. The big short is basically about guys that discovered about the, mor- the, the mortgage bubble in 2008 they discovered it was going to happen, and they wanted to cash in. So you have Steve Carell, Christian Bell in the mix. And it basically talks about the corruption in Wall Street. So then why the editing? Why do they get the editing? The, the editing because it's a quick-cut movie. It's Adam McKay who is directing, and he, it's basically like splicing every kind of style together. You even at one point have Margot Robbie in a bathtub explaining the mortgage bubble. It's the weirdest thing. I'm listening. Yeah, no, see, no, see that's, that's what the movie is doing. It's Wait, saying Margot Robbie's in the big short. Yes. Dang it. I no, at one now. point they're like, Hey, if you don't understand this, because we're, we're speaking in big words, here's Selena Gomez playing poker, explaining this. It breaks the fourth wall many times. Huh? And so it is very clever that way. That's why I think it will get edit- editing. Wow. It's a yeah. good reason. Uh, this is one of my guest ones because I haven't seen it, but I think they're going to give it to The Revenant. 
Inirito, Alejandro Inarritu, bless you, uh, the director of this, his editing in Birdman was highly praised, and he got a lot of acclaim for that. And while this isn't, from what I understand, it's not the single camera, single shot type of take, it's still a lot of long takes and things like that. And I think it's much more artsy in its editing. And so I, I was going to give it to this one. Best costume design. <laughs> that is thrilling. Getting the ball rolling. Oh, man. The thing about... Oh, yeah, go the Nominees movies. are Carol, Cinderella, The Danish Girl, Mad Max, colon, Fury Road, The Revenant. <laughs> the thing about the costume design is it seems to me that the Academy... That I'm, I'm going to bring up what I, a beef with the Academy on each one of these, I think. Okay. But I think with the costume design, they always seem to award the period pieces, like the older Victorian dresses and stuff like that. Yes. Completely disregarding, like, just costume design of now and making sure people have a certain look in the now and that annoys me right but uh, i'm gonna give this one to mad max fury road really because i feel like the the look and feel of the people just the way they dressed and the way they interact like the, the face mask for example just right. something simple like that it made him so intimidating and then you get people like what's his name the dwarf derf the guitar guy. Right. Okay. Yeah, yeah. The, you the, don't need to know his name. The flaming guitar guy. The flaming guitar guy. He's yes. on the front of there with like this red <laughs> long johns on, bandages around his face, and a flaming guitar. And I'm like, that's amazing. That's a great costume. I want Mad it, Max. It's not going to happen. I think the Oscars will feel insulted. They will. By that. Because it's not a costume if it's not Victorian. Right. And so that's why I think Carol will get this. This uh, It will be like 1950s. They yeah. love the style. Basically, this movie is all about the visuals. And, you know, they're pretty dresses, basically. They award pretty dresses a lot. Right. Yeah. They're not going to give it to the, the flaming guitar guy. But I do think Mad Max should win. <laughs> In every category, it's interesting. <laughs> yeah. like Mad Max is nominated, that's like my pick. <laughs> yeah. All right, next category. Best makeup and hairstyling. Doof Warrior. That's his name. Doof Warrior. We need to know that. Doof Warrior. Yeah, that's the name of the flaming guitar guy. What are we Terrible on? name. Uh, makeup and hairstyling. So makeup and hairstyling, sometimes they go really subtle with this one. The Academy. Like, there's only three nominees. Yeah, right. there's three, which is weird. Right? Sometimes they don't even care. They're like, yeah. oh, you spent $500 on makeup? Oh, you did a pretty good job. Yeah. But yeah. Mad Max Fury Road Wait, will win I this one. N- nominees. 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 Ah, the 100-year-old man who climbed out the window and disappeared. Mad Max Fury Road. <laughs> Mad Max colon Fury Road. Uh-huh. The Revenant. That's it. That's it. I think actually uh, the 100-year-old man who climbed out the window and disappeared. Did, did you watch that? I didn't even know that was a release. No, me neither. I read the book, actually. It was made. Are you serious? Yeah, it's, it's kind of a cute book. <laughs> that sounds cute. Are you kidding me? No, no. It's a huge award winner. Huh. The picture is an old man holding dynamite to his head. That's weird. A bundle of dynamite. <laughs> no, no, no. That's Mad Max. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. You I probably like that book, actually. It'll be Joel. Mad Max Fury Road. Yeah. Yes. That, that seems most likely. Yeah, I would, I would agree. Yeah. Right. It's Mad Max Fury Road. For the reasons I said before, even if you get the, the distinction between all the bride, Mad Max Fury Road is the story of a post-apocalyptic world mm-hmm. where the, this one woman is trying to find her home and things like that. And she's trying to help these brides escape. Brides? What do we call them? Yeah, I call them brides. But the look, just from them to the other people. All the sick boys, basically. Oh, yeah. Nicholas Holt just for that. Yes. Yeah. yeah. All right, next one, which is a little more interesting category, I think, at least. Best cinematography. Uh, the nominees are, before Kent starts telling me his, <laughs> Carol, <laughs> myself, <laughs> The Hateful Eight, Mad Max, Cole, and Fury Road, <laughs> The Revenant, and Sicario. So just to explain cinematography to people, it's the act of capturing photo- uh, photographic images in space, not in space, but in a space, through the use of a number of controllable elements. These include the quality of the film stock, manipulation of camera lens, framing, scale, and movement. To put that in plain English, 
is how the camera looks. <laughs> is is it pretty? It's, no, it's, no, no. It's the shots the camera does. But it actually took me it took me a while to realize. Hey, maybe the director didn't actually come up with that scope right there. No, right. He, he, that was the cinematographer. They don't. The director doesn't. Right. Yeah. No, yeah. and I, I have. I'm I'm much more uh, drawn towards story and acting. That's where I kind of. That's where I really pick things apart. But I have a friend who's all about cinematography. That, he, that's me. You're not my friend. Jeez! Uh, um, <laughs> oh my gosh! Burn. Right. Uh, but he's he actually like, enemies today. He can't. loves certain movies and he loves them because of the way they're shot. Like he loves uh, Terrence Malick and uh, uh, yeah, what's and the tree, the tree, tree of life. life. He loved that movie because of how beautiful it was, and I Blech. agree, it is beautiful. Blech. You could put that in the background of like you know a love sack store and <laughs> do they still have love sack stores i don't know i, I worked at one for a while so we have t- we have shows playing and nice plug are, are we sponsored by love sack not yet okay we're stop saying that. love sack <laughs> but uh you can put that in the background it's a beautiful and he can appreciate the beauty of it whereas i'm like oh my gosh give me some dialogue aside from a whispered like never opiates oh. love opiates I don't know. <laughs> Whatever they would, they kept whispering during the movie. And I'm like, give me a story for crying out loud. Right. Anyway, best cinematography. <laughs> I, I'm going to Mad Max Fury Road. <laughs> really? I think Joel's given more to Mad Max than I have. Yeah. Because I, I feel like Mad Max Fury Road, it, it's constant movement. Constant. The whole movie is a giant car chase. And to be able to capture that and the frenzy and, you know, just keep up with everything, I was just very impressed with that. So I'm going to say Mad Max Fury Road. I think you're great and brave for saying that, but I think this is going to The Revenant. Really? With the way that they mixed basically the long takes of Birdman mixed with just like frenzied action or quick cuts, especially that bear scene. I think it's this totally going to Revenant. I wish actually Sicario would win because Roger Deakins did Sicario and he's a fantastic cinematographer. But I don't think Mad Max will win. Really? Yeah. Uh, Revenant, you want to give a quick brief synopsis for that one? Yeah, Leonardo DiCaprio. He meets a bear in the forest. Um, <laughs> he's a he's, a, he's a trapper. He's a guy. Only three. Davy, David Crockett. The bear Somebody takes watched Davy Crockett yesterday. The bear takes advantage of him. It was Saturday. <laughs> and then you guys totally missed that. Anyways, uh, Leonardo DiCaprio basically is left for dead by Tom Hardy in the middle of the wilderness and seeks revenge the entire time. Honestly, it felt more is to it, me. Wait, was this the filming or was that the plot of the movie? Both. <laughs> <laughs> like, like that was it's, the filming. It's really bugging me. I'm, I'm and trying so you to think kill him. The cinematographer that is better. Yes. And the the Academy does like to award wide sweeping landscape shots. It's and it definitely has that. And I'm trying to so pronounce his last name. I think it's Luz Besky. He also did cinemat- cinematography for Birdman and Gravity. So I mean, he knows what he's doing. Love Gravity. So I think he'll win. All right. That's a tough one, honestly. Okay. Best production design is the next category. The Which, nominees. This is like the sets and things like that. Yeah. I have a really long definition if you want it. After he's done with the nominees. Yeah. Yes. Nominees first. Bridge of Spies. The Danish Girl. Mad Max. Colon. Fury Road. The Martian. And The Revenant. A lot of repetition here, isn't there? Oh, yeah. And that's what the Academy... Like they, They've kind of gotten boring because once one starts getting running away with it, you know they're going to get everything else. So, best production design. Can you want to give your long definition of best production design? It's basically the sets. <laughs> Jeez, Kent. <laughs> Summarize. That was very detailed. <laughs> Just pretty much what Joel said. What it looks like around the people. Ditto. <laughs> I still I can't believe some of the sets that are made for some of these movies. I watch some of these and I'm convinced that it's you know on location, but then I no no it right. was on set and it just blows my yeah. mind. 
I'm giving this one to Mad Max as well. Oh, oh my, my gosh. gosh. This is a clean sweep. This is like Return of the <laughs> King for you. Have you voted you. for anything else? Uh, I, not really. <laughs> <laughs> it's mostly been Mad Max Fury Road. But the thing is, I thought about it, and I'm like, just the waterfall set, that giant waterfall set was amazing uh, when they let all the water out. The CGI. And, and they did they did a lot of visual Take effects in that because <laughs> that's the thing is like they did film it on location a lot of things so there, some of the building it wasn't as much built as it was created in what was already there hmm. but I give it to still well what they know. did was create just a wasteland they made you believe that there was nothing there exactly uh, it's Mad Max Fury Road yeah. <laughs> All right, so will you guys explain actually first, because the next two are best sound mixing and best sound editing. In short, if I may give... Oh, you want to do the long version first? Uh, You give yours, and then I'll say ditto. My short version is this, is that best sound editing is creating new sounds, whereas best sound mixing is adjusting levels on real sounds, if that makes sense. Yes, so my long definitions say sound editing is the creation of all the sound elements besides music included in the movie. So, like, sound effects, ADR, and dialogue recorded on set, but it's typically original sounds that they're creating. Like, for example, The Hobbit actually won in these categories because it was a new sound. Well, you know, it, it is it succeeded in what it couldn't do in other areas, which yeah. is create something new, and that was new sounds. Uh, sound mixing is the mixing of those elements to achieve the proper balance between music, dialogue, sound effects, and other, any other elements. Like, if you've ever heard meshing of... Meshing it together. Like, I, I like to use... <laughs> I like to use Birdemic... Uh, as a bad example of this, because I didn't really notice sound mixing is, or think it's very important okay. until I watched Birdemic and realized I can hear their footsteps more than I can hear their conversation. And it's driving me crazy the whole time. It's just like, <laughs> and that's all Foley work. Yeah. yeah. And so that sound mixing is getting that right balance of just, you know, being able to hear the dialogue when you're supposed to, or like in, in, uh, not Inception. What's the space movie? Interstellar. Interstellar, yes. Uh, Interstellar, they intentionally made the dialogue harder to hear in certain parts to create a sense of kind of panic, like you didn't know what was going on either. Right. And so there, there is an art form to it. And so I, I applaud these guys for the way they do it. By the way, uh, the punches in Indiana Jones were created by whipping cabbage. Now you know. Really? <laughs> okay. Yeah. I'm down. Wow. So which one are we starting with? Okay. Sound editing? Sound, uh, sound mixing. Mixing is first. So sound mixing. This is existing sounds and finding the right levels. Right. The nominees are Bridge of Spies... Mad Max colon Fury Road, <laughs> The Martian, The Revenant, and Star Wars The Force Awakens. This like you basically need to say that all these movies were edited or sorry, were nominated for the same thing. Yeah, basically. Right. It seems very repetitive, just like the Academy Awards. Yeah. <laughs> Why are we doing a show if we hate the Academy Awards so much? <laughs> it's not that we hate them because it, it is that kind of prestigious thing. Right. But it's still just kind of like, yeah, you know, sometimes they get it right, sometimes they don't. Uh sound mixing is going to be the Revenant. I think it'll win, basically, because Leonardo DiCaprio is just panting and moaning a lot. That really is a suffering. <laughs> like by the time he talks, I'm like, that's his voice? <laughs> like, right. Wow, that's lame. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, Danish Girl. Um, wait, that's not It wasn't even nominated. <laughs> <laughs> Danish Girl. It's Mad Max again. It's Mad Max again. Yeah. <laughs> Yay. Because here's the thing, and this is maybe, maybe kind of playing my hand a bit, but I don't think Mad Max is going to win any of the big stuff. But it, it's going to get a lot of the other like stuff. Like, it, it, it needs to be recognized, but it will be recognized. Yeah, you got a good point. But there. I do have, I also, yeah, that's thing is we're starting with these lesser ones, and that's why it's kind of dominating there. But I will also say that I feel like being able to mix this, the revs of the engine with the pounding of the drums, the electric guitar with the dialogue and the, the gunfire and all the stuff that's happening like that, I think it was very well done and just all mixed very well. Right. So sound editing. Sound so editing. Creating, creating new sounds. The nominees are Mad Max's Colin Fury Road, <laughs> The Martian, 
The Revenant, Sicario, and Star Wars The Force Awakens. This is going to be the token award for Star Wars The Force Awakens. Because I feel like they're going to look at the sound effects of the lightsaber and how it sounds different from the old lightsaber because it's a little more rough. And then they're going to look at the planes and how they sound different and the voice editing and things like that. Kind of like Kylo Ren's voice. Yeah. Okay. They're not going to give Star Wars any of the big awards, but they're going to give them this throwaway and be like, yeah, we saw you. You were fine. Here's an Academy Award. Okay. I give this one to Mad Max Fury Road, actually. What? I know. <laughs> the one time you don't vote for. Like, <laughs> literally the first time. No, but I think you have a really good point in Star Wars. In fact, I'd like to change my vote, but I'm not going to. Okay. So, Mad Max. Street Tacos. All right. <laughs> Best original song is the next category. How do I love? How do I love? How do I love? If, if anyone was unsure, <laughs> that is the song Writings on the Wall from Spectre. For yes. everyone who is unsure. Is that mo- now more mockable than Skyfall? Let the sky fall. <laughs> Can you sing the other songs in this category? I would like to hear Joel sing them as he thinks they sound. <laughs> you don't need to read them, I don't know any of these. All right, let's go. Okay. The nominees so are from Fifty Shades so of Grey. The nominees you, are you, you read it, it and then I'll, I'll By love. Fifty Shades of Grey. Not by Fifty Shades of Grey. That would be funny. Oh, I earned it. I earned it. There we go. Is that how it goes? Yeah, that's it. That's it. That's it. Um, Manta Ray from Racing Extinction. I'm into that one. (laughs) Me too. (laughs) I was kind of rocking out to that. Uh, Simple song number three from Youth. Woo! <laughs> nice. <laughs> None, of these are so None of these are the actual songs. I need to go back and listen to them. Till it happens to you from the hunting ground. This is by Lady Gaga and Diane Warren. Yeah. Uh, Till it happens to you. Till it happens to you. <laughs> and then I don't know if you know this one. Writings on the wall. How do I love? How do I live when I'm suffocating? <laughs> <laughs> it's an octopus on me. <laughs> yeah. It, oh, that was thank you, fun. Joel. Yeah. I think your best song. <laughs> I think your best song was Manta Ray. But, so? uh, yeah. I, really, I want to go listen to these now and see how close I was. Not close <laughs> at all. They're all ballads, by the oh, way. Oh, are they? In fact, the, the biggest snub of this year's Oscars, I truly believe, is See You Again from Furious 7. Oh, I, yeah. I was sure that one would be nominated. Yeah, a little sympathetic vote there, but right. nothing. Nothing. Kind of weird. They yes. don't want Vin Diesel showing up. They don't like care a, about Paul Walker. Wife Peter Tux. Yeah. So, uh, Ken, you want to go for some of Yeah, I think it's going to be Till It Happens to You uh, from Lady Gaga from The Hunting Ground. She, by the way, did a great job on the national anthem. Did she? I Even though say, she looked like Bram Stoker's Dracula? She, honestly, I listened that, to it. That's and actually like, an improvement. <laughs> as, as a red-blooded American male who, yeah. who loves the most American movies of all time, I have to say that was an awesome performance of the national anthem. Okay. Yeah, I missed that one. Anyways, but yeah, I think it will be Lady Gaga. I think this song is the easiest to listen to, and it's How does it go? Kind of nice like, how song. does it really go? Only this could be true till it happens to you. If you're young at heart. <laughs> I don't know. You don't know what it is either. I don't know. <laughs> you liar. Da-na-na-na-na-na. Metro Ray. Da-na-na-na-na. Uh, I, I gave it to Writings to the Wall from Spectre because it's the only one I knew. <laughs> and I was like, I'm not going to listen to all these other ones. And I think it was the biggest... It was the most successful breakaway hit from the was movie. It? Well, in the sense of it got played on the radio once okay. in a while. Right. Yeah. Okay, next one is Best Original Score. The nominees are Bridge of Spies. <clears throat> now, just to clarify. Oh, sorry. Go ahead. Carol, 
The Hateful Eight, Sicario, Star Wars, The Force Awakens. Hey, I didn't have to make a colon joke that time. No, you didn't. Except <laughs> it's, in the, it's in the Star Wars there. You missed the... You, no, missed, no, I, you missed the colon. That's not the one you corrected, though, so I never did you that You had one. the colon removed from that one. <laughs> but uh, just to clarify, best original song is like lyrics and vocals, and yes. it's like a, a song that plays over the end credits. Singular whereas, track. Yeah, where, whereas original score, that's the music that plays in the background. So I'm going to give this one to Sicario. Really? Sicario, the music in that made me so tense. Like it would just sit there and just build up and just like, right. Just the sound of it would make me so uneasy that I thought, okay, this is really working and it's making me really get pulled into the movie. So Sicario. I would love it. Johan Johansson. I would love it if that one, he actually won last year for the theory of everything for his score. Oh, but I do think it's going to go to the hateful eight. I think strictly for nostalgia because it's Ennio Morricone. Right. And the soundtrack for this one, it feels more like Hitchcocky, but yeah. it's it's also very good. I think this is the only thing that Hateful Eight will take away. But I hope it's Sicario. Out of all the things, well, and that thing is, he's a good he's a good person to give it to because he's right. had such a he's a legend. Yeah, big history in Hollywood. Yes, Jacob. All righty. I think it's time to look back. Oh, you think so? I think so. Now, listener, during the year of 2015, we've lost a few people along the way. We did. And we're not going to forget them. No. Much like the Academy Awards, how they have their in-memoriam segment, Kent and I are going to go with our in-memoriam of things we lost in 2015. Could you put a little Sarah McLaughlin in the background, maybe? I think I can. All right. I think I can do that. In-memoriam. Late night with Seth Meyers. (laughs) What? Oh, it's still on? Oh, my mistake. I thought it died in 2015 because no one watches it. <laughs> so that's the way we're going to Wow. Play. <laughs> that was mean. Uh, right. I think we were just like a rest in peace before each one of these. May they rest in peace. Fantasies about Princess Leia because of <laughs> Star Wars The Force Awakens. Oh, no. Oh, yeah. You didn't want to dead. Wanna, you don't want her in the golden bikini in the next totally installment? Totally dead. All right. <laughs> Destroyed. Rest in peace, original movies. Eight out of the ten highest grossing films of 2015 were sequels. And I think that's the way Hollywood's going to go. We're never going to see another original movie again. And I'm going to miss it. The United Nations and the White House staff in Kingsman, the Secret Service. (laughs) Heads blown up. All of them. All heads of state. Gone. So sad. And the world is better for it. But a really fun ending. Really awesome. (laughs) Colorful explosions. (laughs) So incredible. Rest in peace. My interest in Gotham City and its residents. <laughs> I so you hope stopped watching Gotham in 2015, and I am never going to go back because a Batman story without Batman is stupid. Rest in peace, Finnick O'Dare from The Hunger Games, Mockingjay Part One, <gasps> and any interest in young adult adaptations. <laughs> no kidding, it really was terrible when he died. I haven't seen part two. Yet. I think Prim oh, died one? too, but it doesn't even matter. Whoa! Because... Spoiler alerts. Oh yeah, who's Prim the other dies. one that died? Prim. No, the one. The <laughs> one you're actually saying. saying. Primrose. Stop everything. it. <laughs> the reason that a Katniss Stop went it. into Stop the Hunger it. Games. Stop it. She died. My turn. Really, really unceremoniously. Yeah, yeah really turn. meaninglessly. You should watch it. She dies right at the end. <laughs> spoiler alert. <laughs> <laughs> yes, yeah, so right. spoiler at the end, and you kept your rest in peace, boys. All right, rest in peace. NBC. Once you had must-see TV, and then you started getting rid of all those good comedies, and now play nothing but drama on Thursday nights. Frankly, without Parks and Recreation, the final remnant, 
There's no reason to watch this station anymore. Why do they have so many Chicago shows? I don't know. Why do we care about Chicago? I like the band. Yeah, sort of. <laughs> Rest in peace. Any hopes for the Mexican tourism industry? <laughs> because of Sicario. Oh, and Arizona and Texas. And Arizona and Texas. I will never go to you again. It's all about the Mexican drug wars. Yeah. And it's scary. I never will never drive down there. Rest in peace. My resistance to Adele's fame. Whoa. I acknowledge it. She's funny. She can really, really sing. And her songs are beautiful. Beautiful? <laughs> I I will unabashedly say I now like Adele. So I've, I've been fighting it for so long, but in the end, she won me over. Maybe with the James Corden carpool. It was a good little bit, yeah. Get rest in peace. And this one's actually real. Spoiler from Star Wars the Force Awakens. I couldn't even get it out. I can't even say it. I know everyone's seen this movie, but I don't even want to say it. Mm, I know rest, what you're talking about. Rest in peace, spoiler. You can just sit I mean, there. everyone's seen the movie, right? You can just see it. Who yeah. hasn't seen it that just wants to see it at this spoiler point? Spoiler alert. Primrose Everdeen. <laughs> you jerk. <laughs> Rest in peace. She killed Han Solo. Oh. All right. Rest in peace. My bi- biography I was writing with Brian Williams. <laughs> I was writing. I was, he actually asked me to ghostwrite his biography, and I was really into it. It's going to be my big break. No longer. Because mm-hmm. Brian Williams is a liar face. Rest in peace, the cell phone addicted secretary from Jurassic World. Oh, <laughs> you were just destroyed. The, the executive assistant. And I am so executive assistant. I am so sorry for what happened to you for looking down at your phone. Most horrifying moment you did in that not entire film. deserve that. And you were a side character and they had to kill someone. That was the only time I laughed in that movie. <laughs> not one pterodactyl. Rest in peace, Jacob Not soul. two pterodactyls. But two pterodactyls and that giant whale monster sea monster thing. Rest in peace, me defending Arrow. <laughs> I just can't do it anymore. That's you've probably become, wise. You've become a CW, a CW teen drama and no longer the superhero show I thought you were. I actually finished season three last night. <laughs> it's all right. Rest in peace, the Terminator franchise. Hopefully. Terminator Genesis, Genesis, Gen, Gen, Sega just <laughs> ruined you. Beyond repair, and I thought you were already there. I'll never see you again. Rest in peace. Pretending to care about Mad Men. <laughs> yeah, good call. <laughs> I didn't like you that much as a show, but see, people really seemed to, and so I went along with everyone else. And I'd read up on the synopses and see what was going on with Dawn. And now, I don't have to do that anymore, because I don't care, and it's over, and it was a dumb Yay. ending. I can't believe you cared to begin with. I watched like five seasons. I don't know why. It's craziness. It's, still, so it's the worst show. I made two episodes. I'm like, why do people like this? Because they felt important. I watched the first part of it, and then I got bored and decided just to read synopses from then on. Because I wanted to know what happened, but now I don't know. Rest in peace, big budget Joss Whedon. Oh. Aven- Avengers Age of Ultron killed him beyond repair. He will never be able to make a big, big budget movie. We'll never see Serenity 2. He'll only be doing movies that cost about a million dollars. Much do about nothing. You think uh, so? He'll just take a couple years off, and then he'll be back on. Somebody will offer him too much know. money to resist. I think he's ruined. Rest in peace. Any semblance that we'll ever get a good Fantastic Four movie? <laughs> I was going to say that one, too. 
<laughs> we thought that there was going to be a hope for this new one, a darker, grittier version. But no, there's just no good way to do a rock monster, an invisible girl, a fireman, and a stretchy man. Apparently not. Rest in peace. Bing bong. Oh, bing bong. Oh, just got to bring that up. Inside out. Is that your last one? I can't go on. <laughs> then I have one more. 2015. Rest in peace. Me fighting against you two about doing a podcast. <laughs> yeah. And look what happened. We're doing this silly show where we don't know what's going on. Yeah. All right. There we go. So there's our... <laughs> It's our in memoriam segment. Thank you All for right. holding your applause. We hope you got as teary eyed as we did. All right, back to categories. Really thrilling, gripping categories that we're going to get <laughs> to next. Stop it. <laughs> I mean, I mean, wow. We're, let's just jump through a couple of these. Yeah, let's go fast. Best animated short film. Should I even read them off? Yeah, read them off. I mean, just a bunch of words people don't want to hear. <laughs> <laughs> you just described our podcast. <laughs> <laughs> All right, one of them is called Bear Story. One of them is called Prologue. San, uh, Sanjay's super team. Sanjay. Sanjay. Is that like is that, Suf- We're Suflo? supposed to speed through these. Suf- okay. Uh, we Can't Live Without You, Cosmos, and World of Tomorrow. George Clooney was really good in World of Tomorrow. <laughs> but I think <laughs> That's Bear- Edge of Tomorrow, Kent. Oh, right. <laughs> I think Bear Story will win because I haven't seen any of these. <laughs> and I say Sanjay's the first one. And I say Sanjay's super team is going to win because it looked most like a Pixar movie. It is uh, the lead into The Good Dinosaur. And both were a mess. Oh. All right. All right. Best live action short film. Uh, Ave Maria, Day One, Everything Will Be Okay, uh, Shook, and Stutterer. I you think... Just, uh, did you just stutter the word stutterer? Stutterer. I think Ave Maria will win <gasps> because I like Andrea Botticelli. I picked that too. Yay! Can I read the synopsis? Because I actually sure. read that one. Oh. So here's the synopsis. Five nuns living living in the West Bank find their routine disrupted when the car of a family of Israeli settlers breaks down outside the convent. Unable to use the telephone due to the Sabbath restrictions, the family needs help from the nuns. But the sisters' vow of silence requires them to work with their visitors to find an unorthodox solution. Nuns, vows of silence, Sabbath? What's not to love about this? People be crazy. That sounds awful. It does sound awful. (laughs) I think it will win. (laughs) All right, next. Uh, Best documentary for short subject, not featurette. Which is different. The short documentary. Should I just skip this? So no, there's no, 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 a, no, the a sequel to Sealed Team 6, right? Okay. Uh, the nominees are Body Team 12. Right. That's the sequel. Chow, uh, I don't know. Chow Beyond the Lines. Chow Beyond the Lines. Claude uh, Lonsman. The Specters of the Show. <laughs> I, I, I think that Jake should be presenting at the Academy Awards, <laughs> so too. <laughs> Sir Sarisa. Sir Sharonin. A Girl in the River. The... Uh, Colin, the Prince of Forgiveness. Price. Price. Oh, Price. <laughs> <laughs> I am the Prince of Forgiveness. <laughs> that made more sense. Last Day of Freedom. Joel? Uh, I chose Last Day of Freedom, and I'll tell you why, because I read the synopsis, and it says this. Uh, Manny, an African-American veteran who served two tours in Vietnam, suffered from PS- PTSD and found it difficult to obtain health care. If that's not Academy Award bait, I don't know what is. That's why I chose it as well. Hey! Wow, even on these random ones. Right, because I, I don't care. <laughs> I can't wait to slur the next category names. Are you Sylvester Stallone? <laughs> <laughs> All right. All right. <clears throat> Best document, uh, documentary for feature film. Uh, Amy, Cartel Land, The Look of Silence, 
What Happened, Miss Simone, and Winter on Fire, Ukraine's Fight for Freedom. I chose, I have actually seen half of The Look of Silence, and it seems like it's something the Academy would award, but I'm choosing Amy. It's a documentary about Amy Winehouse, basically rise mm. to stardom and falling way, way, way too fast. So I think it'll be Amy. And I chose Cartel Land because Sicario didn't get nominated, so I'll give it to okay. another Mexican drug war movie. These cartels got to win something. <laughs> they didn't. They didn't win Miss Universe. <laughs> oh yeah, nice Miss Colombia. Just kidding. All right, next category: best foreign language film. Uh, I chose Thebe because I liked the name. T H E E. I'm not going to read them Thieb. off now. Can't you just do yours? Uh, Son of Saul, because uh, it's like Better Call Saul. <laughs> <laughs> we went really Next category <laughs> the, the, the real like if we have any film critics actual like film nerds film geeks listen to the show they're just shaking their head right now like, right oh god best animated feature film uh can't you want to say the first one for me do, well do you want to oh. yeah it's anomalisa anomalisa i knew i'd heard that it's a story about the nominees puppets. Are... anomalisa oh is that the one that's the yeah, puppet that's movie. the one it's like yeah. team america okay uh boy and the world inside out Sean the Sheep movie, and when Marnie was there. Marnie. Marnie. I know you guys love Marnie. Well, Joel does. I don't know. It's okay. You know, this one's pretty obvious. I think we're getting back to the big categories finally, and I do think that Inside Out will win. I haven't seen the others, even Sean the Sheep. If I saw Sean the Sheep, which currently has like a 99% on Rotten Tomatoes, really, I would want it to win because Inside Out for me was like a B movie but inside out will win uh, i wanted boy in the world to win because mr feeney is fantastic <laughs> but he hasn't yet met the world no he hasn't yeah he's, right. just, he's just and the world but i chose inside out as well because they usually give it to pixar yeah and even though it. even though i find inside out a mediocre movie which i got in trouble for this weekend i was told that someone was no longer friends with me because i said i only liked inside on out facebook a little bit. No, no, this is in person. Wait, wait, they're, they're not friends with you in, in real life? They just kind of said, oh, she has a big problem with you because of what you said about Inside Out. She's like, yeah, how could you do that? And I was like, this must, this, is, must, this must be how Ken feels. Welcome to my world. Yeah. <laughs> Seriously. Did you see the guy that commented on Facebook and saying that he uh, usually avoids me? No. But he, he agreed with me on Doctor Who? Oh, no. Yeah, so we're friends again. Swear jar. Right. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah, sorry. All right. So now we're getting back into some more main ones. So yay for that. All right. Best adapted <laughs> so Jake, screenplay. Tone it down. Tone it down, Jake. <laughs> At least we have that. That's what I'm saying. All right. Best adapted screenplay. Now, the nominees are. I always want to clarify before. You can do the nominees. I'm sorry. <laughs> I've interrupted you on everyone. The Big Short, Brooklyn, Carol, The Martian, and Room. Now, the difference between uh, adapted, adapted screenplay and original screenplay is pretty much how it sounds. Uh, if you create it from a book if you adapt a screenplay from a book that's an adapted screenplay right. but if you just create the screenplay out of your own mind that's an original screenplay yes and we are doing which one the, the adapted 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 yeah adapted and i'm going to give this one to room really okay i am actually really fascinated by this movie i haven't seen it yet it's but a I great want movie to, based on it and the, the synopsis is something like this something like this this is what the synopsis <laughs> is a young woman who has been held in captivity in a small shed for seven years tries to make a normal life as she can for her five-year-old son, Jack, who only knows her, knows her only as Ma. When Ma and Jack escape their captor, Old Nick, they must cope with the outside world and forge a relationship with Ma's conflicted family. So even though this is, this is an adapted screenplay, but it's like a, there was a news story recently about that woman who had been held in that, yes. in that guy's backyard for years. And it was such a horrifying news story that the fact they made kind of a movie semi-based on that or at least based around it was it, it the, uh, the unbreakable it kimmy schmidt is that what you're yes, thinking exactly. oh, stop yes. it right now so no, it's actually a heartbreaking movie needs to be seen yeah 
Um, I actually want Brooklyn to win this one because I thought Brooklyn was just a great, great movie. I didn't get no sleep till Brooklyn. <laughs> no sleep till Brooklyn. Brooklyn. But I think Martian will win. I think Martian is the best comedy of the year. And so... <laughs> oh, God. Can, they, can the Academy please stop lumping comedy and music right. together? Oh, I, th- the I think nuts. Martian will be kind of... Uh, hopefully it doesn't win any big awards. I'm really hoping it doesn't because it's, it's an okay movie. It's just not great. It just doesn't deserve great awards. Yeah. Right. But I do think what they did, even though I don't care for the adaptation because I think the book is very, very good, they did good enough to make a very commercial feature. And it also had... They did. And it's made the most Damon. money. It has. Matt Damon. I, I, so I think the Martian will win. All right. Next category. Best original screenplay. Kent. Uh, hold on. <laughs> Take it easy. <laughs> Bridge of Spies, Ex Machina, Inside Out, Spotlight, and Straight out of Compton. Straight out of Compton. Hey, they did will have not a, win. They did have a nomination. Right. I don't like they're not going to win. What do you mean they? <laughs> the filmmakers. <laughs> Yeah, you racist. <laughs> yeah, Ken. I don't know. I'm just wondering what you're doing there. I hope uh, uh, Ex Machina wins because this is my favorite in the category, but I think it's going to be Spotlight. Really? Yeah. See, I gave it to Ex Machina. Okay, I hope so. I feel like it was one of the most original movies of the year, and we've talked about it before on the show, but it just it struck me as the most I think original. I'm getting tacos from you this year. Like, I, I really so. do, because I think you're going with your heart. And I, I'm trying to play, like, industry that's games. That's true. I think that's true. I, I'm actually, that's probably true. Yeah. Right. Well, let's see how it goes. Best actress. Woo! Okay, here's the big ones. Yeah. Yeah. Hope everyone else is still listening. <laughs> yep, these, the next Steve. four are the big ones. <laughs> All right. Uh, best actress. The nominees are Kate Blanchett, Brie Larson, Jennifer Lawrence, Charlotte Rampling, and Sorce. Sersha. No, it's not Sersha. Sersha. It's not Sersha. It's Worcestershire. No, it's Sersha because Ryan Gosling apparently made everyone easy on it and said, it's Sersha, like inertia. And she brought, talked on a show how that saved her so many explanations. Sersha? Sersha Ronan. Okay, Sersha Ronan. You see, you really didn't know. No, no, no. I hadn't heard the Sersha. I'd always said um, something else that's not coming to my mind right now. Sweet sour, and sour eyes. Sour eyes. Uh, by the way, uh, you didn't give the movies they were in. Kate Blanchett and Carol, Brie Larson in a room, Jennifer Lawrence and Joy, Charlotte Rampling in 45 years, and yeah. Sersha Ronan in Brooklyn. Yeah, not for the bigger ones. I probably should do the movies here. Yeah. Okay. Am I going first? Or you yeah, go for it. Uh, I gave this one to Brie Larson in Room because, from everything I can tell, like I haven't seen the movie. This is a guess, but from everything I can tell, it's basically one of those one actress with the camera kind of movies. And the Academy loves to give awards to people acting on their own. And I'm gonna go out on a limb here and bet that there is some crying, screaming, and/or yelling in this movie. There is a lot of that. That is Academy Award-winning material in my book. No, she's actually fantastic in this movie. She deserves this award, and she will get she this award. She was great on Community, and she's great on this No, movie. no, 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 no. That's Alison Brie, <laughs> not Brie Larson. I always make that mistake, too. I always make that mistake. But no, it, it's Brie Larson's to lose. You got it? You said Brie Larson yes, as well? Yes, all the way. Cool, cool. Because really, right. I, I, I don't see any, anyone else really running away with it. Actually, Charlotte Rampling is probably like first runner-up. Who's Charlotte Rampling? She's a British actress. She's in the final season of Dexter and oh, many other a, things. She's a... You know her well. Broadchurch. Yes. In Broadchurch Broad season yes. two. Yeah. She's the attorney in Broadchurch. She's apparently great in 45 years, but I do think this is Brie Larson. It's like the year of her, apparently. She was in a bunch of stuff, big, yeah. high-profile stuff this year. Right. Saoirse like inertia. Huh? Saoirse like inertia. I, All right. I would... <clears throat> what? You'd what? I, I like Saoirse. <laughs> oh, Saoirse Ronan, she's adorable. She is adorable. That right. accent, I love her Irish accent. Every yeah. time she's on interviews, I love listening to it. 
But you wouldn't go visit her in Ireland. I would. Because you don't like... Oh, <laughs> For 2016, can we get rid of that old stereotype? <laughs> yeah, you tell me. Uh, I love Ireland and the Irish. Are you, are you Irish ready? Culture. Irish face. Yeah, are you ready to let it go? We don't know. <laughs> All right, next category: Best Actor: Brian Cranston in Trumbo, Matt Damon in The Martian, Leonardo DiCaprio in The Revenant, Michael Fassbender in Steve Jobs, Eddie Remaine in The Danish Girl. I think. That this is the year of Leo. You really think this is the year he's he going to win? He has been nominated for six Academy Awards. Can you tell me the movies? The, he was nominated for What's, What's Eating Gilbert Grape. So good. The Aviator, Blood Diamond, Wolf of Wall Street, and now The Revenant. Okay. And he hasn't, lo- he hasn't won any of those times. But yeah, I but if any this- of those are going to win, it's The Revenant, I think. And because he suffered for his art, is there screaming in this, Kent? Oh, my, oh my gosh. gosh. Is there crying? Ugh. Is there yelling? Is there torture? Yes. Is there... All of the above. And it's I not think, just the character. Like, it really feels like the actors are doing that. But I really don't think he's going to get it unless they give him uh, wax in his beard that looks like ice. So unless this movie has that and chapped lips... Oh, and he actually cuts open a uh, deer... Horse. It's, it's a horse. tauntaun, actually. Oh, a tauntaun. That's what I thought. Gaggle, gaggle, gaggle. Yeah, he actually rides a horse <laughs> off a cliff and then cuts open its body. That's and it. sleeping That's it. That's it. Night, yeah. But I, I think this is... In real year. life. I think Leo's going to get this year and we'll finally get over that uh, horrible joke, which makes me laugh every time I hear it when they say, what if someone years from now plays Leonardo DiCaprio, like a biopic of Leonardo DiCaprio, yes. and then they win an Oscar about, about the movie of him never winning an Oscar. Yeah. That would be awesome. That would be. I kind of hope he doesn't win. Like no. I, I want to give this one to Michael Fassbender for Steve Jobs because oh, even though he doesn't look like Steve Jobs, he's just the just... guy on the Mac. <laughs> he... All hail Steve Jobs! No, no, all you, hail Steve Jobs! You truly need to see this movie. It's, um, it's not hero worship. Um, it doesn't make him to be very good at all. What about Eddie Redmayne? Because it seems like he might be Leo. No, he's not going to win. Yeah, Academy loves that. Did he, sort of thing. he got nominated for uh, Theory of Everything too, right? Yes, man, Fish, and he won. Fish Lips is doing well, oh, <laughs> and for Fish Jupiter Lips. Ascending. No, he didn't. No. no. No, I I want it to be Michael Fassbender, but this is Leonardo DiCaprio's. You did? Year. You picked yes. Leo? Yes. You think it's that then? I don't think you should win, but he will win. Come on, Leo. We're rooting for Susan you. Susan Lucci. We know over you're there. a listener. <laughs> right. All right. Next category is Best Director. The nominees are Adam McKay for the, the Big Short. I it was the next words out of my mouth. Your pause. I didn't pause. George Miller, Mad Max, Colin Fury Road. Uh, Alejandro G. What is it, Joel? Inerito. Uh, yep. Uh, the Revenant. Uh, Lenny Abramson, The Room, or just Room. Yeah, not The Room. <laughs> Different <laughs> the room. movie. Oh, hi, Mark. <laughs> You're oh, telling me apart, Lisa. <laughs> I did not. Get there. I did not. <laughs> if you don't know what we're talking about, go see The Room. The Room is a terrible movie. Room is an actual good movie. Yes. Tom McCarthy. Uh, spotlight. Oh, Tom McCarthy. He did The Cobbler, right? Yeah, same guy. Yeah. yeah. He really did. That's so bizarre. <laughs> uh, I am going to put be on Team Joel right now and say that George Miller deserves all of the accolades for directing. He brought this franchise back from the dead. Is that your official choice? This is a should win. <laughs> <laughs> he deserves to win. You know, they can complain. For Mad Max Fury. They can complain all they want about how hard Revenant was to make. Do they really think Mad Max was easy to make? They're just not complaining about it. Exactly, because they're Australian. Right. They can yeah. deal with we it. We can't hear them from here. <laughs> <laughs> it's so far away. 
So anyways, I think George Miller should win, but this is Inaritu's to lose. And he won last year for Birdman, right? And he will win again. That's pretty impressive to win two years in a row. uh, Oh, Linklater. Yeah, Richard I think Richard, Richard Linklater should have won last year for Boyhood because that is so do I because that was just a, it was twelve years of filming and to be able to piece that together as a director and, and idealize what you want to do I think that was much more complicated than very very amazing shots mm-hmm. but I thought the story was much better for Boyhood because what I think is the Revenant is better it's better it's great filmmaking but is not as great a movie even though I really enjoy it it's more about the filmmaking and so I think the directing he's taken it okay Joel I uh, actually. Pretty much the same exact thought process. Okay, right. I would want to give it to George Miller because I feel like Mad Max Fury Road is the, one of the most creative movies to ever come out in a long time. But I think Alejandro Inrito, <laughs> Del Toro, um, I think he's going to get it because he's the, the current critical darling. And rarely, rarely do best picture and best director and best actor kind of not go hand in hand in hand. And so I think there's going to be a tie there. And I think I just kind of played my hand for what the next one's going to be. Okay. All right. So... Our big one of the nights. <laughs> That's my drum roll. Best picture. The nominees are The Big Short, Bridge of Spies, Brooklyn, Mad Max, Colin Fury Road, The Martian, The Revenant, Room, and Spotlight. Can we all just for a minute recognize that Mad Max is the fourth movie in the franchise? Yeah. And like for a fourth movie... To be nominated for a Best Picture. That's remarkable. Especially yeah. in a year where it deserves it. I just think, I, I love it. I love it. And this movie should win Best Picture. This should absolutely be Best Picture. That's not your vote, though. Could you imagine Mad Max winning Best Picture? No, I can't. <laughs> that wouldn't happen. <laughs> but what if it did? Yo, look at the history. I mean, like, what was last year? You know, Birdman was the year before that. Just Argo. Yeah, no, Twelve Years a Slave. Twelve Years a Slave, yeah, Argo, and then, Argo and then that. Yeah. Mad, Mad Max, Max Fury Road. Fury Road. A movie I mean, where yeah. Charlize Theron has a robotic Stranger arm. things have happened. I mean, keep in mind. What, nothing stranger has ever happened than that. I'm pretty sure giving <laughs> Academy Award to uh, Shakespeare in Love is up there with, well, does that one really fit in with the other ones? Or Chicago, which it is fits one of the worst better than ever. Mad Max. Right. I don't know. You know, they, they've made some bad choices, but I do think Mad Max was, I think it was the best picture. Like on on the whole, who's really going to win though? Spotlight, spotlight, yep. spotlight. That's your official twist. answer. Yep. I don't no. think Revenant's going to take it. You think it's going to dichotomize so much with between best picture and best spotlight director? Spotlight had all you know, every backing going into this, and it's kind of lost some steam. Where it's it's basically gone all to the Revenant. I think this is a industry movie where they are celebrating journalist types, and so it's kind of another pat on the back for the Academy. It could be because the Academy really does. Like to, it likes to give awards to filmmaking and Hollywood movies, right? Like when they talk about themselves, self 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 referential. And so, uh, because it's that in a controversial movie, I think Spotlight's going to get it. I could be very, very, very wrong, but and you are, Joel. Can I, can I, can I read? <laughs> can I read a quick uh, stat, real quick? So uh, the, this is from Wikipedia, the source of all knowledge and truth. The Academy Awards for Best Picture and Best Director have been closely linked throughout their history. Of the 87 films that have been awarded Best Picture, 62 have also been awarded Best Director. Oh, okay. So chances are... Only four films... Revenant gets both. Only four yes. films have won Best Picture without their directors even being nominated. So it's very rare. Kind of like Argo. Argo, yeah, exactly yes. like Argo. And Driving Miss Daisy. I actually, after 
I, I debated a lot about this one, and I ended up going with Gem and the Holograms. Yes. <laughs> yes. That should have been on your... You're thinking uh, that's outrageous. <laughs> truly outrageous. That should have been not. on your list of things you, you know, died in 2015. You love Holograms. I really... Yeah. Can we retire that? I love it. Well, the fact that the movie was pulled from the theaters because it was doing so poorly makes right. me want to see it even more. It's yeah. like the Black Whopper all over again. Um, but no, I gave this one to The Revenant. I went very traditional in the sense of I think there's going to be a runaway hit, and I think The Revenant's going to be that. Um, well, I, I mean, really, I have only seen Mad Max Fury Road out of all these, mm-hmm. and, but I'm intrigued to see the big short now that you mentioned Margot Robbie's in it. And, uh, <laughs> that's all it needs. That's it. Well, and the fourth wall thing was kind of fun too, right. but I think the Revenant's going to take it. I think that that's going to be the big winner and probably win more Academy Awards than Mad Max Fury Road to be yes. honest. So we'll know in about two weeks whether we're right or we're wrong and well, who owes well, who Well, that's lunch. less time from when the listener is listening. So. Yeah. No, but yeah, yeah. basically. Yeah. So, I don't know. We'll see how the Oscars go. I'm probably going to watch them. And there are going to be tacos involved, so we'll, we'll let you know who won. But and do you guys know what picture got the most nominations? Mad Max. Nope. The Revenant? The Revenant with 12. Mad nice. Max came in second with 10. Which is pretty incredible. It, it it's is. It's Mad it is. Freaking Max. But then guess what got third? Spotlight. Martian. Uh, See, I don't get it. I don't get it. Well, and that's the thing is the Academy Award may be out of touch, but it's still a prestigious award to get for any filmmaker. Yes. Regardless of what you say or believe, everyone, every actor in the industry, every director in the industry, they'd like to get an Oscar. They'd like to be recognized for their work. Yeah, of course. Um, but thank you for listening. We, yeah, uh, I hope that was a fun show. We hope it was. And you guys are welcome to play along at home. Even if you don't care, make guesses. Bet tacos with other listeners. <laughs> <laughs> But uh, comment on our Twitter page, comment on our Facebook page, uh, like us there on Facebook and like us on t- and follow us on Twitter. We like to get more followers and interact with you. Also, you can comment on baconcell.com. We get a couple people there. Yeah. Are, are we going to do the bracket sort of thing where they can fill it out? Well, yeah, I think we should. Yeah, we, we can put it out there for yeah, them, yeah. maybe. Yeah. Well, we'll fill, it, fill it out at home. And if you get a perfect score, then Jake will buy you lunch. <laughs> or we'll give you a shout out on I tell the you show. What, yeah, if you, if you get a perfect score, you send it to me before the actual ceremony. Send it to Bacon Sale. And uh, you do that perfect score, I'll buy you lunch. Yeah. <laughs> but you have to do it beforehand. But it, you have to send it to me beforehand. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Okay. Okay. So you can find me uh, at Jacob A. Rogers on Twitter. You can find me at Twitter and Instagram at Kenny3DD, and my movie review website is ShowtimeShowdown.com. You can find me at 786Joel on Twitter, and you can also find me at QuickWits. Uh, the website is QWComedy.com. They perform every Saturday night at 10 o'clock in Midvale. Also, I would like to put in a little plug in here for the QuickWits game that just got started today. They started a Kickstarter today. Oh, yeah? For a QuickWits game called Out of Context. That's C-O-N-T-X-T. And it's a game similar to... Uh, Apples to Apples or Cards Against Humanity where you use these cards and then you use texts from your cell phone to answer the questions and the funniest answer wins. It's a really fun game. If you get a chance, go to the Kickstarter page uh, and you can you can actually pledge there. So, All right. Well, Joel, we're running out of time. I know, you know, <laughs> the music's coming up and everything. We just got to wrap this up real quick. But, yeah, I'd just like to thank my family. I'd like to thank... It's what? a sort of surgery that increases blood flow in the boobs and makes them... Thank you, Jake. A little bit. I was going to keep it medical, but you can go slowly. <laughs> Into my boobs. I'll and you're the guy that wins. You're basically the button masher of the Academy Awards. And hopefully we'll keep it entertaining enough to keep your attention, Steve. Jake's in one of his moods again. Yeah, 30 years ago I won this award and then I won it again. Where's the mortgage? What? To put that in plain English, 
is how the camera looked. You're not my friend. <laughs> I think you're great and brave for saying that. Be like, yeah, we saw you. You were fine. Here's an Academy Award. I'm into that one. Till it happens to you. Till it happens to you. Can't say I didn't have to make a colon joke that time. I mean, just a bunch of words people don't want to hear. Nuns, vows of silence, Sabbath. What's not to love about this? People be crazy. Ugh, that sounds awful. He loves Mad Max's colon. Yay for that.